You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> Ayahuasca. He's hit and sacked. This time it's Chris Orr, the senior from DeSoto, Texas. Lucky by billion. You're a Packers fan, right? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm about to piss you off. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Matt Hamilton sent me a photo. Confirming the mountains are blue. I believe he's at the <laughs> Madison Airport, which means that is a hundred dollar Coors Light. <laughs> but it's well worth it. Uh, well worth it over at the Madison Airport. That's Matt funny. Hamilton on his way for a curling match this week. He'll be back uh, next week. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. It is Goo Wop Week, uh, presented by Coors Light. If the mountains are blue, prime time. You know what to do. And that's Crush, of course, like. We are live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. Tim and Oregon chimes in. Pick a better cause. CTA is the real problem. High school teams have turf. We hate the kids. No, Tim and Oregon, it's it's what you can fix. High schools and colleges can't afford to put grass out yeah. there. The NFL owners can. Here's the other thing. When you're in high school and college, I don't know how... People don't feel this themselves, but like your body is so resilient. Even something as simple as I remember my high school, like summer workouts. I know it's not uh, my high school summer workouts, my spring ball, my training camps that I went through in high school. I don't even I couldn't even I couldn't do those workouts in college. Like I literally could not have done those workouts in college just because of how easily you bounce back from stuff. Like, well, cause you're so you're in your prime, like your true Probably your highest peak of just recovery. Like I could play a, I could play a football game on a Friday night in high school, and I can go play again Saturday. Probably, yeah. And, and like you can't do that. You can't do that in college. You no. dang, you dang sure can't do it in the NFL. <laughs> well, because it's also the the people that are hitting you or yeah, you're hitting exactly. Like, it, it, so now you're also just leveling up. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. even in Texas. Probably crushing a lot of dudes that are folding yeah. like a aluminum exactly. can, like a exactly. like can out there. Exactly. Now, uh, maybe one out of you know on a football field, let's say in Texas, maybe there's ten guys mm-hmm. who are at that at that time playing Division right. One college football mm-hmm. level. Like maybe they're seniors and they're yes. ready to go there, and you have some younger guys. But the rest of the dudes are just dudes yes. that are you know yes. going to play at some other level yes. that aren't going to be there, yes. and, and so uh, it is a different uh, amp Big up. Uh, Matt Hamilton does try chime in. He says the heartbreak is worse when you think you have a chance. So the Vikings <laughs> uh, are on this list. I think he's just trying to will it to happen. Like he hates the Vikings so much he really that he does. wants it to to be there. Because I get it, the Packers part of it, but I'm sorry, and Matt's. For a long time, so it's great to be a Packer fan because we're always in it with Rodgers and and with uh, Favre, which yeah. is true. Now, did they reach peak potential? No, but it's still more fun yeah. to be a Packers fan than it's been to be a Bears fan, Lions fan, or Browns fan, or Jets fan. It's still been more fun to be a Vikings fan than a Lions, Bears, Browns, or Jets fan. Because here's the point: like right now, you're a Jets fan. You're probably got a foot out the door checking out on the season. Yeah. As yeah. far as anything really happening. The Browns are not there yet. The Lions are in it. So this year's a little different. Mm-hmm. Chicago, 
I'm out. You got to prove to me otherwise. I love the Chiefs. I'm following the Chiefs. I'm I'm not going to root for the Chiefs against the Bears, but I would have zero rooting interest either way for the Chiefs play the Bears. I imagine Mahomes is going to put a hundred on the Bears uh, this weekend. <laughs> but like for my part Take of it, I'm working towards I'm going to be checked out by mid October, mm. and so yeah. that's not it's fine for one season. But when it's repeating, now the Bears are likely they're trending towards having to reset this whole this whole thing. Tough. And so are the Jets. And that's just not where you want to be. And so that's that's a tough fan base to be in. So as much as it's fun to like, you know, laugh at the Vikings or whatever for the up and down, it's still better than mostly down. Uh 844-770-3776. We were asking you what fan base has it the worst out of the Jets, Browns, Bears, or Lions? And Matt Hamilton is trying to make the Vikings a thing, but he won't do it. Uh, <laughs> let's also hear, though, Matt and I were live at Nakoma yesterday. I got this awesome Revive Restoration hat on, mm. and it's a good hat. I mean, yeah, Josh over nice. there uh, does a good job with it. The hat is so comfortable, too. It looks like it. Yeah, I, I, that's why I wasn't sure if I was going to wear it today. I put it on. I'm like, this is too comfortable not to wear. <laughs> but we were out there. They are raising oh, money to you. fight uh, cystic fibrosis. And Matt and I were out there. We're talking some Badgers. Predictions. All right, against Purdue, is that a W or an L? That's a W, and I have this one set up for when you ask Chris Orr. I'm thinking 27-20. All right, they face Rutgers at home. Oh, that's going to be a dub. I think that's going to be closer to a route. Badgers be in the 30s. Let's go 35-17. to 17. Iowa at home. Ooh, Badgers at home. That's going to be a battle, and I think it's going to be a little bit more of the defensive side of the ball. Uh, let's go. Let's go. The Badgers win twenty seventeen. All righty. Now you got Illinois. That's a W. It's in Illinois, but Illinois is one and two. They stink. Yeah. They That's stink. a win. Let's go forty two to. Right, we're going we're gonna to skip 14. over Ohio State. They're going to lose probably forty two to fourteen to Ohio State. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, Indiana at Indiana. That's a W. That's a dub. Northwestern I, dub. Yeah. Nebraska dub. Those are all. Those three games are double-digit wins. So now we're down to Minnesota. So we got That's three, four, five, it's... six, seven, eight, nine. Minnesota gives us ten. That's ten in the regular season, Matt. You got to get in the dub because then you got to get a bowl game win that gets to their eleven. Mm. So Matt had him at eleven to start the year. I think I had him at ten. And Chris, we're going to play the game with you right now. Uh-oh. And I don't, I don't see the Badgers right now as some sort of world beater. But I do think confidence can be kind of clicking for them. And in, in mm. my world here, here's how the season turns. I, I think Purdue's going to be a, a dogfight. I think mm-hmm. they'll handle Rutgers similar to Georgia Southern. It might be kind of a second-half sort of game there. And then Iowa's going to be the key game because yes. that's the game because Washington State was the other time of the players need to see it happen. Mm-hmm. Like the coaches say it, they need to see it happen against someone good. Yes. And if you can do it at home against Iowa, mm-hmm. now you're rolling like, hey, we can beat anyone. Sure. And yes, then you beat Illinois, and then the, the rest of the schedule is there. Big Ten West is trash. Yeah, it's not looking good. It, it is really bad. But we're going to play the schedule game with you, Chris Orr, oh. right now. Let's run it down. Uh, I still because I Here's what I said. I said 10 wins, including the Bull. Uh-huh. And I'm assuming, I don't care if they win the Big Ten West, they're still losing the Big Ten title game. So I'm not <laughs> counting that as a, as a win. I don't think they're to that level. And they honestly just remind me a lot of teams that with Rep Bielema, that they would mm. kind of backdoor their way into 10 wins. Mm. Big 10 West, not great. Mm. And you could you know, accumulate some wins against some some yeah. uh, schools that don't necessarily normally get it done. So let's start right here. And uh, we'll start with the Badgers at Purdue on Friday. Oh, we. Um, before the season, I thought that this might have been a game that we could drop. 
Um, I didn't see us drop into Washington State. I think we win. I do think it's a dogfight, but I think we win. I think it's a confidence-building game. Uh, I'd be more nervous about Rutgers than Purdue. Even Rutgers at home? Mainly because Rutgers is clicking right now. They are. They're clicking, and they I, – I like their defense. Their defense has been, like, young all these other years, and now a lot of those players are, like, older now. But then offensively, they got a mobile quarterback. They got a mobile quarterback, which has given us problems, and we sh- we still don't have an answer for a mobile quarterback. We we didn't find one against Washington State, so Rutgers makes me a little more nervous. But I think we should still win. I, I still do think we should win, and if we win these next two, so we got enough for win. So Rutgers, just an FYI for those that don't know, mm-hmm. they have beaten Temple and Vatex so far yeah. this year, and yeah. uh, I guess wait, well, you know they also beat Northwestern, yeah. but Northwestern, that I mean, thing. yeah. So here's the thing. They might have a very much of a reckoning confidence to sure game. Yeah. They play Michigan coming up this weekend. Uh, so that, that might be uh, uh, putting them back in their place. See, but the thing is, if they, if they compete with Michigan, if they don't get killed, then they still feel good. I That's think. fair. That's fair. I think right. they still feel good. So now we got Iowa as the big one. Yeah, Iowa is the big one. Um, that's going to be a battle. Uh, we better win. Uh, you better go get that Heartland Trophy back. I think we still win, though. See, and this like to me, that is a season-changing win. Yes. You get the trophy back. Yes. Now the team has confidence, mm-hmm. and they believe. Because there's sure. something to it, Chris, and I've heard plenty of players and coaches talk about it. Coaches can say it all you want, but mm-hmm. it has to happen on the field once in yep. a while. And this is the opportunity yep. for it. To, they could win that game by a field goal, and mm-hmm. they're going to feel great about it. Yep. As long as Iowa, I would imagine, still stays as a ranked team. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in that your confidence, I feel like it's better for a team if your confidence comes from your players and not the coaching staff, like I would almost rather, I'd almost rather see our players like pissed and basically just saying like, give me the ball or whatever. Like if I would, I would rather see Braylon say, give me the ball. I got it. Or the defensive guys just say, you know what? We could beat these guys playing one coverage all day. I, I, I need to see for me to feel like truly confident in this Badgers football team. I want to see our bread and butter plays. I still feel like we, haven't found them. I don't. I know in the past it was like power. Like we just line yeah, up. Yeah. We're going to run power, and we're going to run it forty times, and we're going to break at least four or five of them, and we can live with that. We're going to average over three yards a pop. But yeah, I just don't know what it is for this team. But I do. I can see us winning these next three games for sure. All right. Then you got Illinois. That's at Illinois. Definitely, Illinois is not. Yeah, it's not the Illinois of last year. We definitely should beat them. There, there's no excuse for that one. Yeah, you should be pissed anyway. Like yeah. you should, you should definitely go get that game. And we're just gonna skip past Ohio State. Mark that down <laughs> as a as an L. And uh, then you got Indiana at Indiana. That should be a win. Yeah, that should be a win. That should Northwestern be a win. at Camp Randall. Yeah, we should kill Northwestern. Yeah, Nebraska at Camp Randall. I, I think we should win. I think that one will be a little bit of a dogfight, though. Not I like lie. the lateness of it. Yeah. Like, because one, yeah. Nebraska, mm-hmm. I mean, I know that the Badgers are doing the air raid, too, but I just I think Wisconsin's more talented. Yeah. Now Nebraska's got to come sure. and be in the cold. For sure. And this is the big one. And this is honestly make or break. I don't, even if the Badgers had lost other ones, if this is their eighth win of the year, Wisconsin-Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. you got to win that game. So we put it down. You have to – for – for Coach Fickle, I think a big win out of this season would be winning all the trophy games. If they can win all the trophy games, even if they come out the season with eight wins, but you won all the trophy games, 
super confidence builder. Uh, it feels good for the program. It's good for recruiting. Like that, that's just a good feeling to have all of the trophies in your trophy case. When you bring the recruits in, you can still show them that we're still daddy. Yeah, we had a we had a lull. We had a a drop in the season, or not the expectations that we had. Even if you come away with eight wins, but we're still the king of the West. I, I think if you could win the West, or at least just be in the running for it, you're you're sitting in a good spot. Badger fans are going to be through the moon happy to stick at the fickle. I'm not fickle to PJ Fleck. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. I and the man. fickle just owns Fleck. Yeah, he he needs to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's the, it. The thing is, like, I I know that uh, he's taken all the rivalry serious. I, I know that. I know he's embraced that. Um, it, it should be easy for him because he played at Ohio State. He knows Big Ten. He yeah, knows he knows the Big Ten. He he understands what it means. Um, yeah, yeah. He 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 knows he needs to get those games, and I, I think we will. I think we will. I just want to see the fight in this team. I haven't seen it yet. We don't come out swinging first. I always compare football to like a. Boxing match, whatever. If you like UFC, same thing. We we have yet to come out of the gate just throwing haymakers. At least to just see, let's just see how they respond. Or we've, if you're a UFC fan, we've yet to come out the gate with like a flying knee or something like that. Jorge Masvidal, right yeah, to the dome. exactly. We haven't we haven't done anything like that. We've just been filling people out, eating punches a little bit in the first half, and then it's like it's like we come out of halftime and we're like, oh. They don't really swing that hard. Like we can, we can do some damage, and then we start to rally a little bit. And sometimes it's too little, too late. And other times we've just been able to win because the talent disparity is there. But yeah, we're we're gonna. Everybody needs to elevate their game for Big Ten play. Like, a, no matter who you're playing in the Big Ten, it's gonna be tough. No matter who you're playing, like I'll never forget like trying to explain to people how even in my time here we lost to Northwestern a couple times. I'm like, bro. When you get to Big Ten play, everybody elevates their game a little bit. This guy that you've been seeing on film, and you might be like, oh, he's trash. I'm about to cook him. Is all of a sudden nice. He's nice when y'all play. Northwestern has some sort of magic. I don't know what it is. I hate Northwestern, man. Yeah, they'd always steal. Just. Well, it was one thing to lose down there. It's yeah. losing here. Then. Losing here. Yeah. Losing here. Because down there, it's you can go yeah. play at a more yeah. juiced up stadium at Whitewater. For sure. For and, sure. And so, like, For sure. playing down there, you can kind of get it. Mm-hmm. It's like playing football in a library. Yeah. And it's, it's just. It, it's it's so horrible. It's, and it's not even like if you're a Northwestern fan, I can see why you like it. It's it's not even like a horrible venue for like a fan that they're friendly. Yeah, it's, not. it's not bad mm-hmm. sight lines. It's kind of mm-hmm. cooled in. Yeah. And like walking up school. But as a player, I've had, I think every Badger player I've ever talked to. Horrible. Hates it uh, because it just somehow in there. Just, there's no energy. Yeah, it sucks the life out of the whole game. Yeah, there, there's no energy there. You feed off so much energy, even if it's like, like going to Kinnick Stadium and yeah. everybody there hates you. You yeah. still feed off that energy. That's still an energy. And Northwestern is just nothing. It's just emptiness and lost dreams sitting there. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've never met a Northwestern football fan either. (laughs) Unless you're you're an alum, I have yet to meet somebody that's like, yeah, what are they? Go Wildcats. Like, I just love. All right. 844-770-3776. Is there a Wildcat fan listening? If you are, call in and just let Chris know. You exist. He thinks you're like birds. You're made up. This is Roger (laughs) Hamilton. 
You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Beastie Boys always. Man, I was talking up. to somebody about this the other day. I wish I could party in the 80s. Right? I wish I could go to like one 80s part, like truly in the 80s. I could just travel to the 80s. You know, go we're going to do this right now. 844, <laughs> I think it was a different drug. Yeah, I think I was it was to, powdery. I'm not doing that. <laughs> in the 80s. It was very uh, Wisconsin looking, very uh, winter. Yes. <laughs> 844-770-3776. We can throw this up at uh, the Rutledge and Hamilton Twitter account, at Jim and Matt. What decade would you want to party the most in? 844-770-3776. We'll go 60s, 70s, or 80s. And Ooh. what about throw 90s in there? Nobody's trying to party in the 90s. No, no 90s? What's for the 90s? 90s is whatever. Right? I don't know. I wasn't alive. <laughs> I was alive for one year I think the there's something like, I mean, I was, obviously, I was 0 to 10 in the 80s, so it's not like I was partying. Yeah. I think for our audience purposes, most of us somewhat partied in the 90s, at least a little bit. Baby Warshine back there. Maybe <laughs> didn't, but... I, I don't think now. right now. I still don't think the '90s is old enough for people are like, man. I wish I partied in the '90s. Yeah, yeah. I don't, like the I don't '60s, think so you got like the psychedelic, you got yeah. the music, you yeah. got that that kind of like counterculture vibe. So much yeah. is going on in the world, uh, and then you got the '70s with the Summer of Love, and you yeah. got all this other, you know, Woodstock, all these crazy things going on in the '80s. Every time, Chris, I'm glad you brought this up. Chris or Jim Rutledge with you live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. We are asking you right now what generation. Would you want, or what decade would you want to party the most in? 60s, 70s, or mm. 80s? And when you look at the 80s, I watch music videos and I'm like, man, that time was nuts. Like, man, yeah. You watch some of those, like, yeah. everyone is like, crazy. Yeah, just completely yeah. lost their mind. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a party in the 80s. I got a party in the 80s because I feel like that's when everybody was like truly just partying. Like, I came to this party to have a good time. Like, I didn't come to this party for any other alternative. <laughs> Arterial murder. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but like, I truly just came here to party. I, I, I want, I want to experience that once. And like, I would listen to some of my like dad stories, and I'm like, dang man, like you were a football player in the '80s. Like, I bet that was dope. Like, I gotta, I gotta see that. Puts any given Sunday to shame, man. Oh, back then, man. I, I gotta experience that. He was, yeah. Yeah, I got it. I well, wish at least I could have experienced it. And in like the 80s, <laughs> uh, I mean, you got the big hair bands. You yeah. got the like, it's just, uh, it hasn't gone, like there's no social media, but you're still right. got enough yeah. technical yeah. stuff going. Like, so you can yeah. be connected some, but it's not this whole always connected social media yeah. world. Because 80s was pager time, right? Yeah, barely, barely. Pagers, yeah, that was like nineties. Uh, mobile phones in all these in all these decades, fellas. So you actually had to approach a woman get and that then paper out and and like ask for their phone number <laughs> and have an interaction yeah. in person. Get that paper uh, out like yeah. the wood. But it guess also goes back to uh, disproving. If you're going to believe in soulmates, it'd be more likely to believe in it now than then because yeah. then. Realistically, you were confined yeah. to like a twenty mile radius. Yeah, wherever you were. Right. Yeah. So like. Yeah. Can't tell me your soulmate just happened to be born within 20 miles of where yeah, you nah, grew nah, up. Nah, nah. Now, at least it's at least more feasible 
that somehow you found them in the world because uh, there's all the different apps that you can do to find someone out there. Yeah. Uh, Dan Andrews chimes in, our good friend uh, Dan, who partied in the 80s, said it was amazing. <laughs> and Dan, Dan was a football star at McFarland here in the area, okay, too. So Dan. High school football star. Oh, you were lit. Yeah. In the yeah. 80s right there. So. Oh, yeah. You was lit, Dan. Damn. See, that's what I'm saying. Like... <sighs> I, I was, a, I guess, a star player like on my high school team or whatever, but like, I know it was nothing like the 80s. Like, I know it was nothing like that. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. I remember, like, my parents telling me be be careful at, like, parties or whatever instead of just, like, I feel like in the 80s, it was like, yeah, go have a good time. Like, just go ahead and have fun. It was like, sure. The stuff, like well, also, the something. stuff my parents let me do. There's not a shot in the you're world. You're not doing that now. You're I'm not, not letting my kids now. doing yeah, any yeah, of this. Yeah. yeah, you're not doing that now. Like my wife, be like I remember doing all this. I let the girls do that. No. Yeah, yeah, you're not, not doing a that chance. Now. Yeah, you're not. Doing and that's that what stinks about when when I was coming up too as a teenager is that my parents could track me wherever I went, and I had this GPS in my pocket that said, yeah. "I'm here. Come find me." Right now, the mm-hmm. girls have little air tags attached to their backpacks. And if they go camping or whatever, we'll put it on mm. their little belt loop. So that way it's, okay. you know, so you yeah. can kind of see where they're at. It's yeah. for safety purposes. Yeah, for sure. Give them a little bit of uh, for sure. leeway here. But it's, and like, I mean, there's so much crazy stuff going on now. Even when I was in like high school going to parties, like people getting, man, heck nah. You know, yeah. <laughs> they used to talk me out of wanting to go to parties. Honestly, like, especially in high school, I was like, yeah, I'm not going. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to that party. Talk. It's a little different in college because it's a little more confined. Yeah. And, majorly just other students who are broken just trying to get yeah you don't have that random 24 year old (laughs) yeah yeah, random yeah exactly you're 24 bro what are you you went to high school with my brother right right what are you doing Matthew McConaughey's character Uh, (laughs) hey hey, hey. all right all right all right (laughs) Chris uh, from Manitowash Waters chimes in all of them but uh, that is because there were no cell phones no social media your memories are made with a Polaroid camera that is Mm. true Tim Oregon chimes in, the 80s were not what you think, but uh, they were no cell phones. And I don't mean like, I don't mind the cell phone in the idea of like taking photos, stuff yeah. like that. I'm not trying to do something weird that I don't want a photo taken. I just mean right. more of the idea of. You're not, off your phone. Yes, you're yeah. in the moment. Yes. yes. And so, like, it's, yeah. that's what we've lost. The people sure. are more connected, mm-hmm. good or bad. And I think for a lot of people, good yeah. uh, in this world, maybe people sure. who never would have had a chance to, to meet others. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll be out and I'll be like, Thank God for the. This is a horrible thought, but you're out and about, and you like see someone. You're like, thank God for the internet because they'll find someone. Like, oh yeah, they, they find, find someone. it. They're not yeah. finding someone just out and yeah, about. Yeah, you're not finding like, someone yeah. out and about. But you're like, you see them. Like, you know what? The internet's good for them yeah. because uh, that person. You weren't gonna find they, anybody. Yeah, they they, yeah. they need the yeah, internet yeah. to, to you look, find around. You look scary to approach. Right, Pat from Madison chimes <laughs> in. Gonna travel back to the first century, find Jesus, and bring a few gallons of water and a few fish fries. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> that is good, Pat from Madison. I wish, I wish, like, I wish I can go back in time, and me and my brothers were like singers. I wish instead of being <laughs> gifted like athletes, we were singers. There's no better like just life of the party than man. Being a guy who can just break out. And sing. You can sing, like man, you can sing. You don't even have to dance for real if you can sing. Yeah, four of us singing, we'll just do covers of every old. Music group. And yeah, back you'd just in the day, be like the Beatles. You yeah. just took everyone else's we songs. Just, we would, oh, man, we'd still be singing now. 
And if you could sing and dance back in the day, you were just Elvis. Oh, and you were just the biggest star man, in the world. Jackson 5? <sighs> yeah, Jackson yeah. 5. Man. Yeah, you watched the, I watched the Elvis movie, and it was the funniest part to me was like, he moved his hips from left to right. Yeah. And, and everyone's <laughs> the like, ladies freaked the out. devil is alive. <laughs> the devil is alive. <laughs> <laughs> because he moved his hips from left to right. <laughs> he out there gyrating. But women are passing out. Uh, because he moved his hips I'm not gonna lie to left you. To right. I never understood that. What? Like women passing out from like these performers throwing their sweaty handkerchief at them. Is that a, is that a real thing or is that just a movie trope? I, I hope it's a movie thing. I think there is actual like or, video evidence. Or how today. pent up and suppressed that's is everyone's life? I think that might be the answer. <laughs> that's I think that's the real Elvis Presley does a little bop bop, and women are just yeah. How how bad <laughs> can it be? Fingers. How bad can Whoa. it be <laughs> that you're pat? Like I couldn't imagine Beyonce throwing her sweat rag at me and me passing out. Imagine the uh, the Super maybe, I mean, maybe a little bit <laughs> the Super but Bowl like, wardrobe malfunction happening back in the day. Oh man! Oh my gosh! They would have oh, shut the world down. Oh, they would they would have oh, yeah. canceled the Super Bowl for oh, yeah. it. Wouldn't oh, yeah. have, the NFL oh, yeah. would have died. Oh yeah, there would have been no more like female performers. They would have they would have lost their mind. So I want to ask the, the both both of you before we go to break and, and throw some stones. Matt Hamilton, which I could have bet a million dollars this was going to be his answer. What decade do you think he picked? Seventies. I would, I would guess 70s. So he said late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. So he wants to be part of He wants to be a revolutionary. He wants to be a hippie. Yeah. I, I think it's more of <laughs> like, like it just he fits. definitely has hippie vibes. Go have flowers in his hair, walking around, no shirt on. That seems very much like Matt Hamilton. Yeah. And then Chris can have those big Lego hats like the yeah. Whippet guy. <laughs> I mean, the 80s is running away with this right now at 70%. But the 80s, look at the clothes, like the big hair. Oh, yeah. I mean, you watch some of those dance videos of like Soul Train. Man, I would have had a giant fro. I would have like, had Jerry Curl. One of my favorite oh. things, that that would be amazing. Oh, definitely. Like have your soul Curl. glow, like coming oh, to America. Man. Yeah, oh, you can leave man. a big mark in the back of the chair uh, oh, when you're up but like <laughs> <laughs> when you watch like my favorite thing on tiktok is is watching the uh old like videos of people dancing oh yeah like at, oh, at, yeah. in the 80s uh matt hamilton with a golden line here the goo wop doo wop oh i love it man, man right. we need to get this, a time machine man. we will throw some stones next this is rutledge and hamilton presented by Coors light you're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. which does have kind of an 80s vibe. They uh, are very open that they're heavily influenced by 80s music. Yeah, these are this is this is big 80s vibes right here. Yeah, I mean that's why I'm a, I'm a fan of it. I my uncle played a lot of 80s hair bands. Nothing like famous. He was one of the the finalists. I don't know if it was final 10 or final 5 or whatever to replace um, who left Slash of Guns N' Roses uh, when he left cuz my uncle was a big into the hair band. He was playing basically hair metal you know, from 16 out in LA the whole time went during that window. And he had a bunch of, I got in trouble. I wore a shirt to school. I guess my mom didn't think about it. Or I didn't think about it. it was, I forgot the name of his band, but on the back it said, uh, 
get your ass in gear. <laughs> so and like so, all of a sudden, I got sent home from school because I couldn't wear that to elementary school. Oh. Surprise, surprise. But I blame that on my mom. 844-770-3776. But mom, you can't send me to school. It says, yeah, you the shirt says, you get your ass in gear. Though. Yeah, you can't send me to school. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not on me. Yeah. Uh, let's get out to Robin Madison. What's up, guys? What up, Rob? Mike. I'm glad to see you not in the uh, Bass Pro Shop hat and uh, <laughs> car <laughs> I'd like to see the Wisconsin brand. I'm starting to question it. I mean, you know, I, you know, we got to go a little Under Armour at least. You know, I'm, I'm happy to see it. Appreciate it. I actually had a buddy get a hold of me. He's like, you see the pole that's on here? What decade of party in? I'm like, oh, my God. I've been stuck in paperwork. It's just garbage. Horrible. <laughs> you can't really see the 80s because people were, you know, all freaked out. The music was decent. Come on now. But talking, you know, we got to go earlier, 60s, 70s, when the drugs and music was amazing. <laughs> I mean, I want a party with Johnny Cash. I want the Fear and Lowly in Las Vegas, 70s, with Hunter S. Thompson. And I want to party with the NFL guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. Thanks, thanks, uh, thanks, Rob. we got to throw some stones. Now, Chris, I mean, yeah, I would say strategically, like, the 80s, like, you don't want to go back too far. So, uh-huh. like, yeah. 60s I, I can't probably, go back too far. Yeah, the 60s for I'm you. I'm not going to yeah, the 60s. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably not going past the year 19, like, 77. Yeah, I'm I think that's just like that. a smart business. I'm not decision. doing. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Y'all yeah. have fun in the '60s. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. So, <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm just. You got to be far more strategic in where you are if I'm you're in the '60s. Going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, I'm not going it's just there. free. I can pick anywhere. I, I'm yeah, fine. I'm I can pick anywhere. There. I can go back to I'm not going BC. But I'm yeah, it's just friendly advice. Yeah, I'm not going. Let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. So guys, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words, boy, do they confuse me. I got questions from around the NFL and around the internet. I bring them here to our host today, Jim and Chris, looking for answers. Score those answers throughout, and at the end, I would decide today's winner of Throwing Stones. So the first thing that caught my eye today, guys, is actually something I saw over the weekend. We were talking about Dion before mm-hmm. and everything that's going on in Colorado. It really is the center of the entertainment universe right now because... Not only is he on 60 Minutes on all these talk shows, he also has the stars showing up. He had Dwayne The Rock Johnson on Mm -hmm. ESPN College Game Day pumping up the Buffaloes. I think he had Master P. They had Mm -hmm. uh, a few NBA players at the Mm -hmm. game as well. And the one that caught my eye the most was Lil Wayne actually sang the intro song for the team as they ran out of the tunnel. I mean, I don't know if it gets much better than that, guys, but I do know that the Badgers, they just got rid of the U2 song as their intro. So if you had to... (laughs) 
if you had to pick a new one. I was surprised that they had. So what did they come? I was late. They don't have any music anymore. It's just the intro. It's just like uh, overall like hype video essentially. Uh, no, they got put music in there. I think personally. Yeah. So my question is, if you had to pick any singer or artist to sing during Hmm. the hype video, who would you pick, Jim? I'll start with you. Man, we struggled with this a little bit trying to find someone with like some swagger as a Wisconsin related artist. Is that someone that can like bring it, like bring yeah. the energy yeah. with it? And that's a that's a little bit tougher. Uh, I don't know of any like famous Badger fans off the top of my head either. So maybe you go someone Midwest. Maybe mm-hmm. you go with uh, someone out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of like. With a, you know, Chicago area, Chance the Rapper. Chance? Maybe he could come. Nah. I'm trying to think of someone that wasn't problematic. Like, Chief Key. <laughs> Chief Key. We need Chief Key. Nah. Okay, I have a few ideas about this, actually. Okay. My idea was like a night game. You turn off the lights in there. You get a spotlight Ooh, to hit that tunnel. Okay. And you play Stone Cold Steve Austin's intro right before the team runs out with the glass shattering. To me, that would be electric. But that that's only good for a night game. Yeah. I don't know about an intro, but I also thought about, I know we did it, uh, I don't know if it was last year or a couple years ago for the anniversary of Jump Around. If we can get those guys to perform, I don't yeah. know how much it would cost for them to oh, perform. Never lost. <laughs> just, just come perform at the home games, man. During Jump Around, like perform live, you let them run out on the field. I feel like that would get even more energy throughout the stadium. But, uh... Yeah, I'm picking Chief Keith. I'm picking Chief Keith as right. you, you don't have to go like back. You don't have to go too far back. Yeah. I remember being down in Miami and the You song, Soldier Boy. Oh yeah, like Devin okay. Hester took that, and oh, then yeah. the whole team took oh, yeah. that, uh-huh. and it was all about you know they did the whole You. Yeah, oh, they yeah. did it, but that was that was in the moment, yeah. and they just kept it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they still do it, but they did it when I was down there. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, and That'd so jump. I get it. Jump runs fourth quarter thing it would yeah. be the worst to come out to it too. It's got yeah, a high level. Yeah, it's yeah. got a lot of high yeah. energy to it. It's very much Wisconsin. Yeah, uh, but I think you got to have something that you know feels about this team. It yeah. was that was back to the Bielema era. Yeah, so it was yeah. weird that they just kept yeah. it rolling. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you're looking for Madison areas rappers. Young Gravy in there anywhere? Anyone? Any takers on that? Young Gravy is from Wisconsin. He went to Wisconsin. He went to Wisconsin? He did. I didn't know that. I don't I've never, if I'm being completely honest, I've never heard one of his songs. I've only just seen him but like here, blowing up on social media. Yeah, I don't honestly, know who he is. Right, but you've here's the thing, good or bad, he's he's like a DJ. Yeah, so like you've heard sure. his songs because he just bites everyone yeah, else's songs. He's gonna he's gonna bring some type of energy to it, for sure. I okay. would love like if DJ Shauna put together something that mm. looks like a good mix okay. of, mm. you know, maybe a little jump around, mm-hmm. a little bit of, uh, maybe it's almost like all the songs mm. you hear in the game. Yeah. Oh. And just Ooh. have them all kind of okay. like, she can put something together. Mm. A little production. Who is the, set, and now right? I'm going to get uh, off track here, but there was a DJ that was really, Girl Talk. He used to put together, so that was a popular DJ that you'd hear, but he would play, he would splice together all the more popular songs mm. and play them all at once. Oh, okay. Mm. I kind of know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so D, I think DJ Shauna could do that. Side note, and I don't know if you get into it in Stones, did you hear the open for Monday Night Football? Oh, with, yeah, they changed it. Yeah, so. Chris Stapleton and Snoop Dogg, and then one other person, I forget who it was, a drummer, uh, they redid In the Air Tonight by Phil oh, Collins. Wow. But it's Stapleton with uh, playing a guitar mm. for, and then with the, you know, the old 80s feel to it. Uh, someone playing the actual drums. Yeah. Uh, and I, I didn't hear Snoop's part in it, but they did come out with that. Oh, that's pretty that's badass. Dope. That's, that's dope. up there. All right, speaking of Monday Night Football, this will be my last stone then. We had a doubleheader last night yeah. for Monday Night Football. It was obviously Saints-Panthers and then Brown steelers As we all know, 
weren't their greatest of games, but it was quite the production mm-hmm. by ESPN and ABC. Um, there were live look-ins. One game started at 6 p.m. Central. The other started at 7. SVP was doing his best Scott Hansen on Red Zone impressions. So I ask you guys, what do you think about the Monday Night Football doubleheaders? Do you want it to become something that's regularly recurring every week going forward, or is it just good for the first couple weeks of the season? Uh, I think it's just good for the first couple of weeks of the season because everybody's super excited for football season to be back, so you don't mind. You're, you're just uh, hungry for football, so you don't mind flipping back and forth and watching multiple games at once. But to keep that going throughout the entire year, no, I don't like it because to me at least, like Monday, Monday night, Sunday night, and Thursday night, those are supposed to be like the games of the week. Yeah, yeah, standalone games of the week. Like everybody in America is supposed to be watching tonight. Like I, I, I think they should still stand alone. But I don't think it's bad for like week one, maybe week two. I guess to week three. I wouldn't put it past week three. Though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Jim. Um. You know, after last, those both those games were trash. Yeah. So at least you could flip back and forth, and the Steelers uh, Browns game got better. Yeah, yeah. So there is there is something to it as a fan to be like, you know what, not the worst right. to be able to you know enjoy one of these two games because right. mm-hmm. uh, they're nice. You know, just like on a you know Sunday having those multiple yeah, games, yeah. but yeah, I was fine with it. It does take I get it from the players. It does take away from the cachet yeah. of the game. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't have much much time left here today on Throwing Stones guys, but I gotta give it to Chris for that first response. Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Badgers running out with the lights That'd off. That'd be dope, right? Flashing. Man. The defense leading the way. Braylon Man. Allen carrying a sledgehammer or something like that, and then all the offensive linemen just crushing Man. Coors lights out Man. on the field and then throwing them over their faces. Come oh yeah, on. That'd be dope. And then either, we need to start coming back out of the original tunnel. We need to start coming back through there. What's the original tunnel? The uh, tunnel right behind the goalposts. I want to say the band comes through there, I think. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah I know. Like right behind the goalposts. Apparently, like when I talk to older players, they would say that uh, they would walk out through like the concourse and like it was almost like a fan walk. Like you would be walking through the fans and you would actually go through the stadium a little bit in order to get down there. And I'm like, one, that's a way to get the students to show up earlier. Yeah. It's a way to get all the fans to show up earlier. And two, that's just a that's a dope experience to it's tough to it's I feel bad that we weren't able to keep it going. I understand with the new tunnel and like the camera angles and all of that, but you could easily just have somebody follow you around, just like they do at like Clemson. Yeah, they <laughs> could get something done. I, that's yeah. good info. And I, well, think I think it's kind of dope. I do think this uh, coaching staff is pretty good on making some changes. For we'll sure. talk about that on the other side. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. workout videos here and Chris or the biggest issue I have with those besides the clothes or whatever 
But what I don't get is that you seem to have to have rhythm to be able to work out in the 80s. Because yeah. these are all like choreographed <laughs> yeah. like workout moves together. And I don't understand how like people are just doing that in their home. I mean, maybe everyone back then had better rhythm because that, that looked like a lot of a lot of work. <laughs> I need to talk to somebody that had uh, one of the little like step things that you just step up on. You know, oh, yeah. you used to step up on there and yeah. throw their knee up. Yeah, but there were so many had, wild uh, things. The uh, what was it? They put it between their thighs and squeeze it together, like the thigh master, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. The thigh blaster. Thigh yeah. blasters. <laughs> there were so many home workout things. There was one that like you would like put your hand and then pull yourself up on. It was like you're riding a horse, but you pull yourself up on. They were all very quasi erotic slash workout. <laughs> so now you're wondering like were people getting work was this like some sort of code of like this is workout equipment, but it was not actually workout equipment because some of that stuff was a little bit out there. We did ask you what decade would be the most fun to party in. Right now the eighties by a landslide at fifty seven percent, followed by the seventies and sixties. It's the eighties. The 80s just look wild. Ryan, I didn't get your primetime wash on behind the glass at the Everlight Solar Studio. What was your pick? Uh, probably the 60s, you know, given my demeanor, given everything. Me and Bob Dylan, I think, would probably have a good time together. <laughs> Me and Bob Dylan. We'd probably just be like, bro, we went electric, man. Marijuana! That's when it was the best. I just can't imagine, like, you know, you have, some, you might have a wild night or something, especially in these eras that we keep talking about. You wake up somewhere you don't know. Like how do you, how do you get home? I don't understand. That's yeah. the great part. <laughs> you gotta figure it out in the morning. I don't understand, and I lived in it a little bit. Obviously, not in the idea of trying to get home, but like pay phones. Man, like you put a quarter in. Yeah, and you have to call someone. Uh, yeah, like that's like yeah, you that's had to tough. you had to memorize so many people's phone numbers because you weren't tough. gonna carry around as a guy. You didn't have like a phone Rolodex like yeah, in your pocket. Tough. It uh, it was strange. Now, luckily, again, I was pretty young when I got a cell phone. I think maybe uh, thirteen or fourteen. Brian, what? Why are you doing? Can just tell us we have to go to break or play the music. What the music? I told you already. Fifty-eight twenty. We had to get out. I don't look at times. <laughs> just play the music. This has been Rutledge and Hamilton, uh, presented by Coors Light. <laughs>